shotglassdigital.com. Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to Rock Out Loud. This is the podcast where the Goliverse gets rebellious against its parents and authority, and we just rock out. That's what we're doing here on this show. Glad to have you along with us. My name is Steve Glosson, and with me, whoa, wait a minute, control the volume, Glosson, control the volume, and with me, as always... Uh, back from Vegas, ladies and gentlemen, Kristen from Jersey. Kristen, what's happening? What up, you guys? What's what do you all want to do with your life? I think we all want to rock. That, wow, okay. That's an, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I want to rock! So, hey, you, we, we, I mean, I don't want to say we took a hiatus, but we've kind of fallen into kind of a weekly routine for two weeks, and and uh, then I was gone and you were gone. How was Vegas? Vegas was a blast. I mean, it was it was work related that I was there, but mm-hmm. you know, we still went out, still got to do the strip, still got to see some shows. So it was super fun, and I got to I got to bring my assistant manager with me, so I got to have a buddy when I was there. It's always you gotta have you you gotta play the buddy system in Vegas because if you don't, you can get in trouble. Apparently, you gotta. Or, can we pause this, Steve? Because you're breaking up like horribly. Oh, am I breaking up real bad? Am I back with you now? No, you're still bad. You sound great. Well, that's a first. <laughs> okay, well, let's, uh, I'll pause it. And we're back. Uh, hey! <laughs> wow, Kristen coming in hot, hot mic, hot mic. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired up for some Rock Out Loud tonight, apparently. I am. It's been, what is it? It's been a month. We do this thing where we, we podcast once a month, so I get all amped for it. <laughs> Has it been, it hasn't been a full month. I feel like it. Mm, I feel like we always podcast very early on every month. Well, you know what? I'm about to do some research. Dun, dun, dun. I'm about to find out for sure when the last Rock Out Loud was and tell you. I I think it was just a couple of weeks ago. I think it was just before. I want to say it was the week before you went to Vegas and I went to Orlando. Right. What? I feel like it was two weeks because I, I I don't know. No, it may. I don't know. I'm not good with time. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not good with time or numbers. (laughs) I'm not good with age. Don't ever ask me to guess your age. (laughs) May 13th. So, yeah, about a month ago, about three weeks ago. See, I wasn't too bad. Yeah, well. Oh, Yitzy. Look at Yitzy. Three weeks, two days, 17 hours, 19 minutes. If that's accurate, I'm afraid. Yitzy is freaking me out, man. (laughs) Yitzy is freaking me out. So, so you're back, though. And, uh, well, before we get into the meat of the show... Um, you inspired me for this episode of what to do on this show. My depression? Um, yeah, your depression <laughs> inspired me. So, But before we get into that, let's jump into some emails. We have a couple here. Uh, one is from Dylan McManus, and it's his, um, his, his, the subject line of this email is Matchbox 20 episode review. So here we go. We're getting reviewed by Dylan. Here we go. He says, Dear Stephen Kristen, what nice way to start out. Let's, I'm going to review his email as, as we go along. <laughs> <laughs> Put on our critique glasses. I just started cooking mini meatloafs when I heard you read my email on the episode of the Rock Out Loud podcast. Thank you so much for reading it. Well, you're welcome, Dylan. 
You're welcome. So I'm right now. You get a thumbs up on this email for being so polite and cooking many meatloaves. <laughs> Congrats to Kristen for meeting Rob Thomas. It goes to show you can meet your heroes, and they can be nice to their fans. Yeah. It reminds me of this great Frank Turner lyric from a song called Try This at Home. The lyric goes, because there's no such thing as rock stars, there's just people who play music. I wish that was, I wish that was true in my eyes. I don't know why we idolize them so much. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I have, I believe in rock stars. Anyhow, um... I lost my place. Sorry. Here we go. I dig that, he says. I heard you mention Lenny Kravitz. He still does records when he's not in a Hunger Games film. His first five albums are essential listening. Let Love Rule for the Plastic Ono Band's Starkness. Mama Said for the Soul Funk 70s AM Thickness. Are You Gonna Go My Way for the Flying V Kick Out the Jam's Classic Rock Sound. Circus, the so-called Dark Record. I love this record for all the minor keys he uses. I think the Beatles, I Want You, She's So Heavy, off of Abbey Road, that kind of evilness. Well, the Beatles are evil. <laughs> and last but not least, Five, in which he takes the most interesting sounds of the previous five albums, introducing them into a new era. Hmm. Now, I'm not a big Lenny Kravitz follower. I'm not either. I know I, I know the singles. That's like all yeah, I know. Yeah, I know all this stuff. And I don't have a problem with any of his singles. You know what I'm saying? Like, it all has a real classic feel to it that I always dug. Yeah, so, I dig the guitar for sure. Yeah. So he says, sadly, I lost track of him after that. He did four more albums uh, with a new one coming sometime this year. I was lucky to see him once in my life, once in Phoenix in 1998, with the Black Crows opening. And last, in Albuquerque, 1999, with the strangest opening bands ever on a bill. Smash Mouth, then Buck Cherry, then Lenny. Yeah, man. It was weird. <laughs> that is That's kind of crazy. A, that is a weird lineup there. Uh, I guess this is kind of in response to reading some of uh, Jorge's email from the last time, too. Because he says, Megadeth, I agree with Kristen. I can't stand Dave Mustaine as a person. He kind of reminds me of Ted Nugent in uh, I Don't Agree With His Politics, but Cat Scratch Fever and Symphony for Destruction are good songs. I saw them on Gigantor a couple of years back with Motorhead and Lacuna Coil. I have to admit, they do a great live show. I want to, you know what? We really need to start examining some of these band names. <laughs> and How so? Well, Lacuna Coil? Uh-huh. What is, what is a Lacuna Coil? I have no idea what that is. I know the band, though. Exactly. That's why we need to start looking into some of these names. He says, I have to admit, they do a great live show. Uh, Metallica, there are some hits and misses after the Black Album, but I was lucky enough to see that Metallica movie through the Never in theaters, and man, I was blown away. This is required viewing for any Metallica fan. I walked into this blind, not having listened to Metallica in a long while. The concert film slash weird movie is like Metallica's version of Zeppelin's concert film slash weird movie. The song remains the same. <laughs> Although I prefer a Blu-ray copy, it's on Netflix streaming, so check it out. Last but not least... <clears throat> Matchbox 20. Now this is where it's about this is where the rubber's about to meet the road so to speak. <laughs> it's where it goes down. I started out the beginning of this podcast not a fan. Test test. Yeah, but some but of the Did you learn? Did you learn? But some of the tracks you played off Mad Season were really good. Yeah. There they are. I'll give them a chance one of these days soon. It was a rather good episode. Please keep them coming and I'll keep listening. I wish you love, light and peace. Stay positive and one love. Dylan Macca McManus. So, thank you, Dylan, for your review, and I give your 
uh, your e email a review of a thumbs up. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, this comes from Casey in Fargo. It says, hey, guys, Long Day has always been one of my favorite songs, but I had never really listened to anything else Matchbox 20 put out. That is, until I listened to your last show. After I was done with the episode, I immediately went and bought their whole discography. Very nice. Exactly. Good purchase. Yeah. And some of Rob's solo stuff. I've been listening to that pretty much nonstop the last few days. Besides Long Day, some of my favorites are Mockingbird, mm -hmm. Rest Stop, you better mm -hmm. believe it, Unwell, Could I Be You, oh, that is a good one, and Parade. I do love Parade. I love Parade. It's so good. <laughs> Anyways, aside from Matchbox 20, do what's that? I said when he opened with it when I saw him, that was incredible. Oh. I loved it. Anyways, aside from Matchbox 20, I've also been listening to a lot of Muse lately. They were my favorite band when I was in high school, but I kind of drifted away from them until recently when I picked them back up again and re-fell in love. I was wondering if you guys have ever listened to them, and if so, I'd love to hear what you think. Kristen, what, what, is, what are your thoughts on Muse? I have listened to Muse. Muse was also really popular when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, I never got super into them, but I did. I definitely trolled the festival circuit a lot in New Jersey, and I feel like Muse was playing every single bamboozle, and they always were playing, like, it was Muse and My Chemical Romance, and Muse was always, like, the crazy show where it was just like, no, the light show's insane, they're so good, they're so good, and I was always like, yeah, but I I'm gonna, I'm gonna be over here. <laughs> I'm gonna be over here with, with My Chemical Romance, being, being emo with those guys instead of the Muse. Yeah, but I do love Supermassive Black Hole. I'm totally aware that it was on a Twilight soundtrack, mm -hmm. but that song just rules. Yeah. Jams so hard, so whatever. It is, it is a good song. Um, this is a song that I, that I... Let me see when this is from. Let me get the info on this one. And it's like the only Muse song. I know Supermassive Black Hole, but this is the only other one I really know, and it's from 2009. So, you know, five years ago. And it, it's Uprising. I like the way it sounds. Yeah. Uh oh, wait a minute. That's the wrong thing. Bad. <clears throat> We're just a mess tonight. Steve. Yes. <laughs> the way this thing starts out, and it's just got that. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, well, that sounds pretty cool. And then they get into it, and it's like, you know, the anti establishment song kind of thing and all. It's like, okay, I can deal with that. That's muse if that's, you know. They cannot control. I don't know how it even goes, but I just remember I dug it, so I got the song. Winging it. <laughs> Winging it, indeed. Uh, last thing, that Kid Rock song, All Summer Long, isn't just a Southern thing. It's still played all the time up here in North Dakota slash Minnesota Lakes country from the beginning of May till the end of August. Not a huge fan of the song, but whenever I hear it, all I can think of is floating on the lake on a hot summer day. True that. I feel like that's what that song was meant for. Yeah, yeah. That's I, setting for it. I feel like it was meant for that and getting all the Southern stoners to just yell, smoking funny things. That's the problem. That's the only problem <laughs> I have with that song. It's just the idiots think. I'm like, you don't get it. All you hear is smoking funny things, and that's all that you know. That's all it is to you. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so anyhow, she says thanks for another. She says sorry for the long email. This was not a long email at all. Dylan knows about long emails, Casey. I was going to say, we just we had the marathon long email last episode. Indeed, indeed. So that's Casey and Dylan. Thank you, guys. You can email us at rockoutloudpod, rockoutloudpod. Make sure you stick that pod on there because there's some rock out loud somewhere getting their stuff. rockoutloudpod at gmail.com. I imagine that someone who has rockoutloud at gmail.com 
is getting like all these messages meant for us. And like, what? And who? What? Who is Steve? Who is Kristen? What are they? Who cares about these bands? Yes. What is? Huh? These are so old. Why is anyone talking about Bon Jovi? For the love <laughs> of Pete. Because <laughs> they're fabulous. Now, Kristen, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to bring you down. Uh huh. Okay. But a few weeks ago, um, well, <laughs> you know, a few weeks ago, it was a bad day for you and for Philadelphia mm -hmm. and for Flyers fans everywhere. It was not a good time to be me. Mm -mm. No, as the Flyers were eliminated from the playoffs, the, the hockey playoffs, the, the finals, the whatever they were. I, the, it was the first round. We didn't make it to the final. Okay, they were they were eliminated from the sports playoff thing, and you being a huge fan of them and and really pulling for them, there there would be nights where we're doing the big honking show, and Kristen is cussing out the Flyers <laughs> in the uh, <laughs> yeah in the chat. Now Rod's talking to Smack. He says Flyers hockey. Oh, you mean curling? I'm just gonna ignore it. Hmm. I'm gonna close my eyes and it'll go away. Okay. And that got me thinking, you know, because any time that stuff doesn't go my way or anyone's way, we always turn to music. And there's a there's a span in there where we turn to the sad songs. You know, we we go Elton John. We're like, so come on, so come on, turn up those sad songs. You know, because that's what we want to hear. They fit our mood. Mm -hmm. But there comes a point where it's time to snap out of it. And it's and there's and it's time to to get going, and we turn to music for that as well. You know, I'm tired of hearing this depressing crap. I need something to pick me up. And so I'm like, Kristen, let's talk about songs that pick us up when we're down, songs that help us feel not blue. And I am petrified of what you are picking. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one to pick that you don't know. <laughs> I know, but I'm still scared. <laughs> well, anyhow, you want to you talk about happy songs or songs that make you happy real quick before we get into them? Yeah, totally. We'll talk about them. I'm asking you to, to say something now. So, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> um, <laughs> what does it mean? Um, for me, I don't know. I go through, like, the seven stages of depression <laughs> when I'm upset. So, I go through, like, you know, I deny it. And then I'm sad. And then I get really angry. So I really like angry music. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, no, I just I just want to have fun and just enjoy it. And it is it's not the end of the world. I'm still breathing. It hurts my heart, but I'm still breathing. Right. So I kind of run the gamut when it comes to songs that pick me up when I'm down. Because sometimes I do really need that angry stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what that's what I'm saying is we go through. But there comes that point when it's time to. to wow. Whoa. Can we say loud trucks are stupid? Fast really and the quickly? Furious? My what? Lanta. No, it's not Fast and the Furious. It's a truck that someone has either pulled the muffler off of or put quote unquote pipes on. <laughs> Those people are such D bags. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. I completely agree. Um, you know, but there does come a point when you're listening, you're like, all right, it's time just to, it's time to be happy again. You know, it's time. It's, I'm, I'm over the anger. I've moved on to acceptance, and now to kind of help my little heart get the pick-me-up it needs, you know, I turn to music. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I turn to all the time because it always makes me happy is a song that I can't wait to play for you because you have no idea what's coming here. And um, <laughs> and he knows it's going to make me angry. <laughs> I feel like it's going to really make you angry. <laughs> I might just hang up. I'll, I'll I, know, end, I'll end the call. I know. It's like, well, I'll just walk through her picks the rest of the way. Um, I'm just going to play it and let it be what it is, okay? Okay. All right. Happiest song ever written. Mbop by Hanson. <laughs> Wait a minute, we gotta get to the chorus. Gotta play to the hook. All right, everybody in the chat. I know I know you're into it. I know you're into it. It's time to sing along. Everybody in the chat, I want to hear you. All the way from Georgia. So, yeah, that one, you still there with us? I am. Um, do you want to totally, do you want me to flip the script on you right now? Go for it. Because I was totally going to pick a Hanson song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love Hanson so hard, and their second and third album were actually yes. really good. Yeah, I, you know what? I've been saying that for years. the The thing about Hanson is they they came out with their first album, and it was you know big with Mbop or whatever, and and there was another single off of there called "Where's the Love" that was that got kind of some exposure. But everyone ex- and isn't it weird? You can't forget that. Yes, yes, and a lot of people expected them to be that kind of boy band thing for the rest of their days and when they went back with some new stuff to their label uh you know the label's like oh we want you to do this I'm like, no we don't want to do that anymore we want to go something different and they basically broke away from the label and most of what they've not everything but a lot of what they've done and gee whiz since i mean for about the past 14 you know 12 to 14 years has been independently done by these guys mm-hmm. and um and they really kind of decided they were going to go the singer-songwriter route and just do, you know, and and they have like a camp every year, or they yeah. used to, a songwriter's camp, where they'll get a bunch of people together and basically make little super bands here and there and just make music, and it is crazy, and uh, and I, but I love them, Bob. I always have <laughs> since it first came out. Here's my thing with Hanson, because people used to make such fun of me because, you know, of course I love Taylor, because who didn't? Like, everyone used to make fun of me, and they were like, eh, they look like gives, their songs suck. And I'm like, uh-huh, but guess what? They write all their own songs, and they play all their own instruments. Yeah. So, in my opinion, Hanson's so superior to every other quote-unquote boy band. Indeed. Even though they were so different. From, like, they weren't like NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. Like, they were totally different. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're, so we're this, catching... didn't, this didn't tick me off at all. Okay. This made me very happy. <laughs> we're catching some flack in the chat. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Oh, please. They're gonna, the one song I guarantee they're all going to be like, oh, what is all this noise? Oh, it's just noise. Oh, uh, I know it. Well, uh, let's get into the list proper. This is one you threw out there. And this is a class. This is one. Th- this to me, uh, does the feel it, it brings me the feel goods because I can't help when I hear it 
um, but sing along. Mm-hmm. And it's and night the air drum. <laughs> yes, yes, it's Night Ranger's uh, sister Christian. does Sister Christian help you kind of get that little pick-me-up you need when you're down, Kristen? Oh, it totally does. Like, if you don't, like, just, like, get so jazzed at that build-up and just scream, you motor in, like, you, like, what are you doing with your yeah. life? <laughs> that's, if you like, don't... that's my let everything go moment. Like, the second those drums build in, I'm like, all right, it's all done. Yeah. It's over. It's behind me now. This feels too good. I can move on now. I can go forward and and be okay. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. I don't really know what they're saying. What are the lyrics, by the way, to Sister Christian? I there. I know the 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 build up part, but when they hit that chorus, I don't think I really know what they're saying. You're motoring. What's your price for flight? I think. In right. finding Mr. Right, okay. it'll be all right tonight. Yeah, you're motoring. <laughs> and now a lyric reading with Steve and Kristen. <laughs> you're motoring. What's your price for flight? In finding Mr. Right, you'll be all right tonight. What, is, what does that mean? I have no... Well, the thing that I know with the song is the drummer wrote it about his little sister, oh. which is kind of weird, yeah. but he he basically, he didn't want to, he didn't want his little sister to, like, grow up and, like, be with all those, like, sleazy, skeezy dudes that he knew existed in the world, probably uh, because he was one. Right. <laughs> well, you know, or, you know, he just, well, when you, listen, once bitten, twice shy, you know, you, so you, you so see, good. you see the, you see the life on the road and you, and you know, uh, you know what to expect out there, so... Motor uh, I, I saw Night Ranger when they when they played with Journey two years ago. Let like, me ask oh, you something. What else do they do? They well, they have like Rock in America. Um, I'm pretty sure it's. Oh no, because oh my god. Okay, they did. Okay, <laughs> they were like a side project for a few of the guys. They were in Damn Yankees with Ted right, Nugent. Right, right, and they flipping played high enough and i couldn't even deal with it because that ballad is perfection and me and my aunt lost our vocal cords by the fourth song 
of Night Ranger at a Journey show, and we still had to go through Foreigner and Journey, and our voices were gone. <laughs> I want to say two things really quickly. <laughs> Number one, can you take me high now? Um, and number so two, bad. number two, bald-headed Rod in the chat, once bitten, twice shy. He says, if that's played, I'm out. Bald-headed, like, is this the place for you? I don't know that you what should is, be. Do you is, know the music that we like? What is wrong? It seems to be just out loud tonight. He says, missing the rock. What is wrong with uh, once bitten, twice shy? Rod is more into, the, I bet he's more into the death metal. Well, good for him. We don't listen to that, buddy. I bet, I bet Rod's more into, ma'am, in a minute, minute, ma'am, in a minute, minute, kill you, kill you, rip your head off. You know, I mean. You went straight to Motley Crue when you did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'll play it. I'll, you know me. I'll dig on he's, some Motley Crue. He's, but. In, he's into, uh, he's. <laughs> he's a hater tonight. He is. Oh. He is. Doc Zen's calling for a new podcast, Death Out Loud, with Steve and Rod. No, I'm not. I can't understand him. So, <laughs> I used to do a great impression of the guy from Corn. Um, not that that's death metal. It just made me think of it because he does some stuff you can't really understand. When he's like, um, the beatboxing. Yes, yes, and he and he sounds um, and he sounds kind of like uh, like the little like salacious crumb from Return of the Jedi when he does it. <laughs> I don't know if all my all my geeks know what I'm talking about. The geeks all just woke up. They're like, "What?" That's right. what? Salacious crime returns the Jedi, huh? I know. <laughs> um. Anyhow, <laughs> so we roll on. What a what an interesting show tonight, by the way. <laughs> it's so good to have you back from Vegas. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> Look, he's still hanging on Hanson. He's still not over Hanson. Uh, he's got to get over it. I just played that as a joke, and it ended up getting flipped on me, and then we ended up <laughs> loving on him. So sorry, Rod. Sorry about it. Um, sorry that you're doing a podcast. I'm going to change. Like Hanson's peak was at that time. I'm going to change all of my picks to uh, to stuff by Steve Winwood and Billy Ocean. And lover um, boy, lover boy, <laughs> everybody's working for the weekend. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> actually, my my real first pick that I put on here is a song that I love. Um, this takes me back to 1987, 88. I was a, I was just a, I was but a young boy, and uh, my sister's best friend loved this group, and I would always just pick on her about. It. I don't know why, you know, just being an annoying little brother. Because they and were pretty. That yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing, you know. As a as a dude, and and I started to kind of understand some things, and I looked at him like, the makeup and hair's a little much, guys. <laughs> but you know, it doesn't take away from the uh, the goodness of this song. This is nothing but a good time by Poison.
Mike, full disclosure, for those of you who listen to the Big Honkin' Show, you're familiar with my friend Coach. He just frammed on my window. He became the face in the window <laughs> during that song. He didn't scare me, but I was just kind of bopping my head along, and I think he thought he scared me. And uh, But I knew he was on his way because he'd sent a text saying he was going to drop something on my porch. Not that it has anything to do with this song. <laughs> I just, I mean, this song is all about pick-me-up. It's all about escaping, you know, the the... the the holdrums and the dumdrums of life and the, you know, all the blahs and just having a good time. Don't want nothing but a good time. <laughs> I just think, of, have you seen the music video for this song, Steve? I don't think I have. Okay, well, it begins with this, like, dude washing dishes in a restaurant. He's listening to Poison. And, the, like, the boss comes in and he's like, you, I pay you to wash dishes, not to listen to that rock and roll. And then he's like, you're going to get fired if you, don't, if you don't get your butt in gear. And then, like, the guy kicks open the door and it just, like, opens to, like, a Poison show and C.C. DeVille playing his guitar. And it's just like, <laughs> yes, yeah, screw you, buddy. And then it ends and there's all confetti all over the place and there's, you know... Silly string. Oh, it's so good. That's that's why I love Poison. I mean, I stopped going to see Poison because they always do the same songs, mm-hmm. but their shows are always a party. There's fire and confetti and just craziness all around. The um, <coughs> Doc Zen trying. Oh, Doc Zen always being the antagonist. So they're showing hard work <laughs> is a bad thing. No, um, they're showing that having a good time is a good thing. Yes. Um, the, AKA everything like that just sums up eighties hair bands right there. And <laughs> let's be honest, I don't know that there was an eighties hair band who had a video that it didn't have some sort of authority figure at the beginning. They didn't have at least one that had some sort of authority figure getting on to some kid or employee or, you know, punk or something and be like, What are you doing with your life? And <laughs> I mean from Twisted Sister uh, to we're not going, you know, and we're not going to take it anymore. Even Michael Jackson did it. Mm-hmm. You know, Bon Jovi with, did it too. Yes. So <laughs> with Bad Medicine, your song. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so even Hanson. No, Hanson's not from the eighties, Doxian. Um. So nothing but a good time by Poison. Now we jump into one of Kristen's picks, and surprise, surprise. I don't have you. Have we done well? I guess we. Have we done a show where we're not focusing in on one group where you haven't picked a song by these guys? No. That's fine. I dig it. I completely love it. Uh, This is uh, All These Things That I've Done by The Killers. Yeah. 
right, Kristen, I just want to call you out on something. Um, and I'm sorry to do this publicly. I don't feel like you've done a good enough job of making sure that I'm listening to The Killers. What do you mean? I've not heard one song that you've picked uh, that I've not dug, and I really dig that song. Right? It's so good. It really is. Like I found myself like, oh, i got to turn it down now. I can't. <laughs> so what more could I do for you, Steve? I don't know. I'm just saying. I feel like that I should know more about The Killers and know more of their music than I do. Where do I start? What, where would you say, if I'm going to get into the killers, where do I start? Well, see, that's a problem because every single killer's album is really different. Okay. So I would start from the first one, Hot Fuss. It's turning 10 years old on Saturday. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Hot Fuss. That's the one with Mr. Brightside and all these things that I've done. Um, it's called, it's Hot Fuzz? Hot Fuss, F-U-S-S. Okay. Um, most people would probably tell you to start with Samstown because Samstown is probably their most acclaimed record, mm -hmm. and it's fantastic, and I love it, and it does have like some of my like favorite songs ever by the Killers on it. But I'm a big fan of starting starting chronologically. All right. Well, <laughs> I am too, and I and I will take your advice and I'll check it out. Now, talk to me about all these things that I've done. Why is this a feel good song for you? So, a lot like obviously because I've talked about it five million times, like, this song live is incredible. And live, like, I am happiest when I am at a concert, and, like, you can really put all that stuff away, like, all the crud going on in your life. Mm -hmm. And this song just makes me think about being smashed against a barricade in Atlantic City with glitter pouring <laughs> on me. And just, like, little Ks, little red Ks, and little lightning bolts, and all kinds of stuff that I, like, grabbed off the ground and put into my bag. K so, for, like, K for Kristen? What? K, K for Kristen? Yeah, no, yeah. K for Killers. Oh, okay. But we could say it's K for Kristen. Yeah, I feel like they did the whole show just for you. Um, They totally did. That show, was, that was a very good day for me. I was very lucky on that day. I hear you. <laughs> Hence why I was front row. But... <laughs> This little old man helped me out. He was very nice. And I was number 70, and my aunt was number 71, and we got in in that order, so that was good. Um, but, it, like, this song, because obviously we can't play all of the song here, but right. this is the song for those of you that maybe don't know, like, the beginning of it. This is the song where it ends with, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Mm. Um, so a lot of people call this something like the, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier song. Um, so like when it, like they pause, cause you know, there's that guitar part where it's just like dung, 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 dung. And it's just like that for like about three minutes and the whole entire crowd is just singing, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. And it's so good. And this song almost didn't make the album, which is ridiculous because this is definitely one of their most popular songs, but they just didn't like how it was when they were getting ready to do it. Like when they were getting ready to finish everything and they put the finishing touches on it and they're like, you know what, let's put it on the album. And I like that it's just kind of like, I love, you know, another headaches, another heartbreaks. I'm so much older than I can take. And my affection, while it comes and goes, I need direction to perfection. Yes! I just love it. I just geeked out for like four minutes on this band. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'm tripping on Doc Zen in the chat. He says, the little old man was really stalking, or was really Steve stalking Kristen. No. <laughs> Is your no. name Joseph? <laughs> no, no. Um, Rod uh, has come around now. He says, start anywhere with the killers. It's all good. 
wow, Rod digging yeah. the killers. That's interesting. I hear you. So the killer, like people dig on them, and it's really funny because when I went to see them for the first time, I didn't know what the crowd was going to be like. Mm -hmm. And it was mostly older guys. Like, it was mostly men, probably from, like, 36 to 45. Well, and it wasn't, like, those guys with their kids. It was those guys with their friends. Well, I mean, look, I'm listening to them. I'm digging them. Everything you've played for me by the killers, I've dug. And I have fallen that age range of what you speak. Yeah, so, they're good, man. You need to, it's like, you need to, I'll send you videos, because I always yeah, do. you always do. You always but do. They're, they have a DVD, and it's live from the Royal, Royal Albert Hall in England, mm -hmm. and the venue is incredible. The show that they play is incredible but, incredible, but the crowd is just insane, and, like, I'm a sucker for live things where I can hear the audience with and sometimes over the singers. I know some people don't like that, but I'm like, if you're at a live show, like I want, I want to hear the crowd. Mm -hmm. Like I want to hear them respond. And this DVD is seriously one of the best music DVDs that I have ever seen. And that is a really great introduction to the Killers, also because they are super, super tight live, and they are so good. And I highly recommend seeing them. All right. Well, um, moving on from that one. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was Kristen Geeks out about the killers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I've got. I mean, I just don't have anything to add because I don't. I, you know, I've got to learn the killers. You know, I got to get you on that train. I got to do what I did with Def Leppard for you and give you like twelve songs. Like here's indeed, like twelve essentials. Indeed, indeed. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, on the last episode, we briefly mentioned, or maybe it's a couple episodes ago, but somehow we mentioned fuel. The, mm -hmm. the band Fuel came up. Yep. And while I was kind of scrolling through my music and trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to pick? What am I going to pick? I'm like, you know what? We both mentioned that we dig on Fuel and um, and we haven't really talked about them or played any music by them. So I'll throw this in just for the heck of it. And I'm like, well, what do I want to play? What do I want to play? And I just threw this in uh, <laughs> just for the pure heck of it. It's one of their, you know, of course with me, I'm going with, you know, the cuts that are the easiest to find. Um in, in the ones that are most popular, but with this one, uh, I, this one just this uh, this also this gets me pumped up as much as it makes me feel better, you know. After after something after some crap has gone down, or when you know things just aren't going my way, it's like all right, I gotta I gotta get back up. And this is uh, "Won't Back Down" by Fuel. <laughs>
Now, this song, this particular song is from, geez, again, 10 or 12 years ago. It's been a, it's been around for a while. Um, Fuel is one of those groups that they kind of are, a, they're, they're from the, uh, gee whiz, from that time right after the 90s was over and people were trying <laughs> to find rock again. And there were a lot of groups that kind of tried to do what Fuel was doing, and Fuel just kind of did it better than most of these groups to me. And I really dug their sound and still do dig their sound. And, you know, they, they do some of the, you know, the slower acoustic stuff and everything, but when they rock it out, mm-hmm. it's a really hard driving rock. And this song especially is kind of a, it almost is trying to be a modern-day Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> you know, it's just, I won't back down. And so... And it just get it get like I say it gets me pumped as much as it picks me up because I just dig I dig the message I dig the feel, and um, you know going back to our traveling music if this comes on while I'm riding down the road you know there's a chance for a speeding ticket because I just really dig this particular song I dig a lot of their stuff but this one you know it, it goes back to our old mantra it just jams it does a lot of their stuff just does like. I don't like like I said on the last one or on the Mass Twenty One. Yeah, the la- like the first two Fuel albums are like staples mm-hmm. in my CD collection. Like they are just so good, and I definitely lost touch with them when their third album came out. And I don't know why, because there are some songs on there that I really like. But yeah, Fuel just jams. They rock. Then they they're I feel like they're that band where it's like when you're in that stage of anger. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Where, like, you're getting, I mean, just listen, like the chorus of the song, like, I won't back down, I won't bow, I've come to bring you hell. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> How many times have you just been, like, so annoyed and angry, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to make all of your lives hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is it. Uh, and my thing is, when I get angry, watch out, because I'm out for justice more than anything else. I've never, I've never rocked the boat unless I thought there was just some injustice being perpetrated on me or my, or my friends or whatever. And then I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, you know. And then it, then it's old Steve rocking the boat. And when Big Steve gets up to rock the boat, there's going to be some rocking. So, and this is the song. This is a pump me up. I'm like, okay, I'm going in there and I'm going to tell that manager what I think. But anyhow, um, the next song actually, there's a one-two punch coming here. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's funny, they're both off the same album. Uh, I know, I love that we're giving this album some love. By the same group. The first one is a pick by Kristen, and it is uh, from Def Leppard, Demolition Man. So this song, I can't help but move. Right? You know, it's like it's as much as it's just kind of a, 
a jamming Def Leppard song, you can't help but kind of dance to it. And, I, and by dance, I mean like um, Molly Ringwald going nuts with a hairbrush and kind of dancing around the room kind of dancing, you know? <laughs> I love it. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. No shame. So. <laughs> Oh, I, it's just so much fun. It is. I mean, it's just like. Anyway, we uh we we're through with that one, and uh, <laughs> and we move forward. <laughs> It's a short song. It is a short song. It's only about three minutes long, but it's so, it's like, it just gets your energy going. It gets the blood pumping, and it is. It's just, it sounds happy, you know? And then, and then just, you know, the one-two punch off of the Euphoria album from Def Leppard. Um, Another song that Kristen introduced me to, but I just can't get enough of, uh, 21st Century Sha-La-La-La Girl. Kristen, why doesn't Euphoria get the love that it deserves? Because it came out in the 90s. Came out That's the, the answer. Came out in the late 90s, didn't it? Yeah. Um, it is It is a great album. I, it would, they, everything was just off my radar when, when this album came out. Like, everything pop culture was, <laughs> I mean, seriously, was off my you radar. You were living in a cave. I kind of was. I kind of was by cave. I mean, a conservative Christian university. But anyhow... Um, yeah, that's, that's neither here nor there, but I really was, there was a lot of stuff I just wasn't aware of. And, and two, I get in my own little world and, and around this time I was definitely in my own little world doing my own little thing. And so, and according to my sources, this was a 1999 release Yeah. and there was only one thing I cared about in 1999. Smooth. Uh, no star Wars episode one, the Phantom Menace. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, and, and there was a lot that just fell off my radar and, you know, I was, there was a girl I was pursuing and a, a career I was pursuing, all this other crap. So, you know, it's just kind of, it was a weird time. But I'm so glad that, you know, thanks to you that I found this album. It's a great album, Euphoria is all the way around. And and this song, 21st one of the longest titles ever of a song, 21st Century Sha La 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 Girl, um, <laughs> is, it, again, just like Demolition Man, it just jams. Yeah. 
It's probably the most like quote fingers classic Def Leppard record yeah. since it was it like since probably Hysteria. Mm-hmm. Like because it doesn't have as many ballads on it. Like Adrenalize is a great album, but there's a lot of ballads on it. This is just a lot more rockin'. Yes. Hence the two songs that we picked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, it just was not the time to be in a band that was associated with any 80s hair metal bands. It was just like, nope. You, nope, that's not what we want to hear. Like, record labels told them, oh, yeah, you know, this is a really good album, but um, no one's going to hear it. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I would be so annoyed if I gave them a record like Euphoria, which is fantastic. Yep, it is really like, good. Yeah, you know what? Mm, no one's really going to hear hear this. Sorry. Mm. Like, like down with the record companies, I'm so happy that people illegally download music sometimes because it's just like, okay, well, now this get like this is comeback for all the crappy stuff that you've done to artists throughout time. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I guess when you've been in it at that point, as long as they've been in it, I guess they just kind of took it on the chin and like, well, we're just keep doing what we're doing, I guess, guys. Yeah, because everything comes back around. Yeah. And- Def Leppard got real cool real fast. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Not long after that, by the way. Yeah. So, um, well, moving on, uh, they had to slip in somewhere um, <laughs> eventually because because you love them so much. You've already admitted to uh, dissing Muse on, in favor of these guys. Um, it is This is a song called The Jet Set Life is Going to Kill You. Very happy, very happy title. <laughs> It's by My Chemical Romance. Defend yourself, Kristen. All right, Kristen, Kristen, defend yourself. yourself. Okay, I'm going to pull a Steve, and I'm going to take everybody back to 2004. Nice. (laughs) Little little me, you know, digging on, digging on her Def Leppard and her Bon Jovi and all that sort of stuff. It's cruising MySpace, and on the MySpace homepage, it says, hey, you might you might dig this artist. They're local to your area. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and it had a picture of my chemical romance from the I'm not okay video. And I was like, oh, that's a fun name. They're from Jersey. Let me listen to them. And I fell in love. And they're one of two bands that I really discovered out of any sort of hair metal thing. Mm-hmm. And they they totally speak to the freak wild child 
morbidly romantic side of me. <laughs> and, like, I just love them. They embraced the freakness. They embraced the craziness that is New Jersey. They introduced me to, hey, you know what? If you wait after a show and freeze your tushy off, you totally can meet bands that you want to meet. Because <laughs> they totally came out after I rang in New Year's with them at a show, which is on a DVD. And it's nice, awesome. Nice. And like the first like I the first time I saw them was just incredible. It was in this little club. I had never seen a club show before. I had only seen big stadium and arena shows. So the fact that I was like, wow, this is like a really tiny thing and everyone in here is going crazy. And I remember the first time I was in the crowd and the crowd surged, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die because <laughs> I'm not up front. <laughs> this isn't good. So I went back to the bar with my dad. <laughs> Little 14-year-old me was like, no, I don't like this so much. No, not, um, not a fan of this scene. Oh, no, I will. It got weird. <laughs> okay. Well. I like the scene was really cool when I started in it, and I was probably one of the youngest people in it, like, because everybody was a college kid, and then it got really, really weird with people being like, oh, I would have killed myself had it not been for my chemical romance. Okay, like, calm down. Please take a breath, because <laughs> it's probably not true. Um, but yeah, I love them, and people can hate all they want <laughs> but i when this band broke up a little piece of my soul died because <laughs> you know, i know i'm not going to be able to see them live anymore and if i see them live it's going to be like 500 dollars. i heard a uh, i heard an interview with these guys and kevin smith uh-huh and they are they seem like really cool guys you know like i almost turned around I'm, i've never been a big fan of their music and but i almost turned around just because their personalities won me over yeah, you know they are all really, really nice guys, except the lead singer. But okay. <laughs> they're all really cool. Like I, I saw and met this band so many times that they started to know me and like recognize my face. And I was in a comic book shop in Philly with my dad because he had a comic book that he wanted to sell. And I was in there, and the bass player for My Chemical Romance was in there, and he was like, hey, Jim, Kristen, are you, are you guys going to the show tonight in Camden? And I was like, oh, my God, this is really happening right now. <laughs> you were, like, friends with these guys. You should have you really played that up. Um, well, I kind of did. I was like, yeah, I have a photo pass tonight, so if you can, like, give me some good shots, that would be really cool, since, you know, I'm trying to be professional at the age of, you know, 16. Nice. No, probably not even 16. It was definitely, like, 15. But I'm just saying, we could have them on the show now if you'd have kept in touch. Uh, well, they are broken up. I mean, they're not really doing anything. I now know. they'll never come on the show. But it's true. They are broken up. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, we still have them on and just kind of be like, so what's you guys' plans now? Where are you going? What you doing? Hey, what? if you if you, you could probably get the lead singer on Geek Out Loud real quick. <laughs> yeah, what? but aren't, isn't there like, aren't there like brothers involved in this band? Yeah, the okay. lead singer and the bass player yeah. are brothers. Yeah. That's when I heard them on uh, on Kevin Smith's thing, and they were talking comic books and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I dig these guys pretty good. Yeah. Would... They are super into comics. They are into they are not into, like, the mainstream comics. And, like, the comic that the lead singer put out, it's funny, because everyone's always like, this is really dark. Oh, okay. Like, it's very, like, a, like it's kind of like the Watchmen meets, like, the Crow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of what it is. But, you know, 
That's mm. what it is. I love them. And people can hate on them and say that they're, they're, you know, they're just a bunch of noise. And they are, but it's fabulous. I love that they're messy. I love them. Well, they, uh, you love them. And I'm, I love that you love them. <laughs> uh, and I love that that song picks you up. It is a, it is a rocking song. It's, it's one of those, I, I feel my old man coming out in me when I hear it, though. I'm like, that's a little too fast for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but see, it's funny because that whole like old man thing, it's kind of subjective. Because when my dad used to go to shows, he was like, I hope they play the Blow My Brains Against the Ceiling song. I really like that one. Nice. Like, that was his favorite song. <laughs> that was the line of the song. That's funny. He was like, yeah, I really like that Blow My Brains Against the Ceiling song. Well, from... Uh, <clears throat> From the band that gave us the term emo, really, uh, to some classic rock. Kristen, I have a, a, a playlist that someone sent me a while back that is just music from Supernatural. <laughs> and so it's all this classic rock. And uh, and I'm like, well, there's a lot of feel-good stuff in there. And I had to pull one off of it. It's, of course, by Free. And uh, it's one of my favorite songs by them. If you've listened to the Big Honkin' Show ever, uh, this gets overplayed. comes to picking me up it's right there in the course it's all right now <laughs> you know it's a hey it's okay now and they even call me baby um <laughs> which you like let's yeah. be real oh yeah yeah i mean it's one of my things it um, you. <laughs> i just dig that song everything about it just the, the guitar the way it drives and they go into to the end there's a little bit of a guitar solo but the drums this is a song that i air drum on because oh, yeah. it's just a steady, you know, kind of thing going, and and you get a break every now and again. But uh, I, all right now by Free is just one of these songs that will, it'll put me in a good little mood. You know, if I'm if I'm struggling along a little bit, you put it on, and and I'll get to rocking with it. You can't help but shuffling back and forth, like bounce it a little bit to this song. You know. Yes, yes. I, that's the thing. I, I am. It, that's it. Like I say, picks me right up. Picks me right up. <laughs> And talk about like a classic voice, you know, yes, it's like, yes. yeah, so this is your song, but then you were also in bad company. Like That's what? Right. That's right. <laughs> well, <laughs> like how can you be that awesome? Yes. Well, unless, I mean, let's not even get started on bad company. Oh, uh, so good. That's another podcast. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, just for some of the songs, like there are songs that I always am like, well, I really want to play this, but is this not family friendly enough for Big Honkin' Show? That kind of thing, you know, that, um, you saved those songs for Rock Out Loud, Steve. <laughs> 
we're, we're allowed to be rebellious here. That's right. We're the we're the rebelling against authority and all things good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're your safe place to rebel. This next group, Kristen, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. I was introduced to at an indie wrestling show. Um, okay. Independent wrestling show. One of the guys came out to a song by them. Um, it's The Darkness. And this song is Love on the Rocks with Ice. Or with no ice. Sorry. Let me start over. Love on the Rocks. <laughs> Love on the Rocks with no ice by the darkness. <laughs> to that tell me about the darkness they're fabulous I mean. <laughs> they are i mean they they started at like just from a drunken night of karaokeing where the lead singer was like i'm gonna sing bohemian rhapsody and he sang all the parts by himself they were nice. like yo bro you can sing like you can totally sing and, you know, they hit huge, obviously, with I Believe in a Thing Called Love. And that's really the song everyone knows them for. Um, and they were kind of taken as a total joke band. Um, but they are solid. Like, they are such a good rock band. Like, their guitar sound might be my favorite guitar sound ever. Like, I absolutely adore it. Um, and then, you know, they hit huge with Permission to Land, their first album. I actually got to see them on that tour, and it was great. I was, like, 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they came out with their second album, which was One Way Ticket to Hell and Back, which they were not happy with. It was very overproduced. They didn't really have a lot of say in terms of, you know, what went on with that album. Mm -hmm. it, it was the total opposite of Hanson to bring that back around into it. Right. Um, and the lead singer, you know, had to go through rehab because he was all kinds of messed up. They kind of went away for a while. They came back as a band called the Stone Gods with a different singer. And then the lead singer went off to do his thing. But then they just got back together and they released a really, really good third album called Hot Cakes. <laughs> and they toured <laughs> and it was awesome. And it's funny because when you go to Darkness shows, it's like all metalhead dudes. Nice. Like... I was front row. I waited for like 
three hours for a darkness show to be up front and I was right against the barricade in front of the guitar player and I texted my dad and I was just like I've waited about 11 years to be front row at a darkness show with someone that wasn't judging me for being there <laughs> and then the lead singer talked to me during get your hands off my woman and it was pretty awesome Oh, nice nice you just <laughs> live this life you just live this life that I'm sitting down here in this little town in South Georgia I'm like it's so foreign to me it's so unfamiliar. What about what do you love about um, "Love on the Rocks with No Ice"? It just it just jams. There it like, is. There it is. I, it, take a drink, everybody. <laughs> um, but I like the darkness are really good with kind of doing songs that sound happy, but they're mm -hmm. kind of not. Right, you know, if you right. listen to the lyrics in this song. You know, it's like we're not as close as everybody thinks. In the eye of the storm, we'll keep each other warm. It's kind of that whole. All right, we're kind of here with each other. You know, let's mm. just let's just get through it. Um, but the guitar solo in the song is fabulous. And during this song, when I saw them at the Trocadero in Philly, the lead singer climbed up on the balcony and stage dove into the crowd. So it's just it's a party song. It's how they close their shows every time. So it's just like it makes me happy because it brings me back to those moments that I've had. Yeah. Well, it, I, they, I trip out because they do, on one hand, they feel like they're trying to be funny, but on the other hand, you get that they're not. They really, the stuff I've heard by him really does jam, and he's got that classic um, that classic 80s rock band sound, you know, in his voice, and I'm just like, all right, I'll, I'll check this out a little bit, you know? Yep. That sort of thing. Well, my last pick here is very self-indulgent, <laughs> um, but I pick it because I equate this song with feel good and happiness. Now, my natural reaction is to go, well, good morning. The Big Honkin' Show is live. <laughs> you know, uh, and it is. This is very self-indulgent, I know. But as I was thinking, and, and I was like, i got to put something by one of the classics that I love. I mean, of course, we put Def Leppard in there. But I'm like, what? You know, there, good Lord, good fade out, Steve. Um, <laughs> abrupt. <laughs> abrupt. There, there, you know, I love, I like a lot of ACDC stuff. And I'm like, what can I do? And, 
And I started thinking, you know what, I want to try to go for something a little deeper, a little deeper cut, that sort of thing. And then I hit this one. I'm like, you know what, when it comes to pick-me-up songs, because there have been days where I just wasn't feeling it at all. Uh, You know, I was done with so much. I was just done, you know? And I'm like, well, I guess I gotta go do the show. And I sit down, and when that guitar riff kicks in, and those drums kick in, I'm just like, welcome home. You know, it it just brings me a, a good feeling, and it makes me happy. And so I'm like, you know what, this has to go on here. Even though it is kind of the theme song for the Big Honkin' Show, I love this song, and it makes me, it always makes me feel good. But I do... Uh, ever since the first age of what we call the first age of the Big Hong Show, we we're on the on the radio on Saturday mornings. Um, I do when it hits the uh, the second verse, I do kind of turn down and go, "Good morning, Big Honkin' Show on the radio." But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's ACDC. It picks me up. It gets me going. You know what I love about this song? I love that it is probably it's it's the newest ACDC single, right? Like that's the yeah, most recent yeah. one that they've had, mm-hmm. and. It still sounds like it sounds like it could be off of, you know, Back in Black for those yeah. about to rock. Like, yeah. they are a band that, yeah, they, they don't reinvent the wheel. Like, <laughs> they know what they do and they know what they do really well. That's right. And they just put out quality, you yep. know, like everything is great. And every time, like, coming back to, you know, the, like what started this podcast, whenever I go to Flyers games, they do play this song and I oh, always nice. sit there and I'm like, Big Honkin' Show. Nice. <laughs> I, I just want to like text you right now and be like, so I'm at the Flyers game. They're playing run. Uh, they're playing Runaway Train. Oh. Um, makes me think of you. And you. where's the big honking show? Where's the big honking show? <laughs> We're live at mixer.com/slash big honking show. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, this this final pick uh, of of the show, the final official pick of the show. There there are a couple others that I'm just going to play quick snippets of because. Full disclosure, Kristen sent me a list of about twenty songs, and and I like feel good songs, man. I know, and I love her for it. I love you for it. But I'm just sitting there and I'm looking. I'm like, there's no way. Uh, either either I play all these and I don't get to pick my own, or um, you know, I play all these and I pick as many, you know, and then we're on for <laughs> six, seven hours, uh, and nobody wants that. But you know, I said I sent back. I'm like, you got to put you know, six or seven. And I'd started kind of going through and, and snagging some of the songs in case, uh, you know, depending on what she picked. And so, um, so there are a couple here that I'm going to play snippets of because I'd already had them and I, and I do, there's one in particular I really dig, but this is kind of the last official one. And I just want to throw this out to you because as I've been thinking about it, there seems to be something that has surprised me about this show since we started it. You know, we started, I'm thinking, all right, we're not going to be able to get off the whole Def Leppard thing. We're not going to be able to get away from Bon Jovi. We're not going to be able to get away from a lot of 80s hair bands and that sort of thing, which is fine with me. Mm-hmm. It's great, but I really expect a lot of that. But I feel like the Rock Out Loud spirit animal has <laughs> become Bruce Springsteen. It kind of has. People, uh, have you seen all the people being like, when are you going to do a Springsteen podcast? Yeah. Definitely. And that's, and you know, and, and the thing is, and rightfully so, but like we've even, we've even compared other groups and their lyrics and the way they, you know, and it's like, we use, we've kind of started almost using Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band as, as a measuring tool in mm-hmm. some ways on, in, on some criteria. 
And uh, and so when I saw that you'd thrown a Springsteen song in there, A, wasn't surprised. <laughs> B, <Shocker. laughs> B, I was like, you know what? Regardless of what goes on, we're going to play this one last because I feel like, um, like I say, that Springsteen has kind of become the spirit animal of Rock Out Loud. And so uh, this is, and you wanted this specific version of it, yes, of did. this song. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but this is Candy's Room. Uh, by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. In Candy's room, got pictures of heroes on the wall. When you get to Candy's room, you're gonna walk the darkness of Candy's hall. Strangers from a city call my baby's number. They bring her toys. When I come knocking, she smiles pretty. She knows I want to be Candy's boy. There's a sadness hidden in that pretty face. A sadness all her own. From which no man can keep Candy safe. We kiss. Oh, this is soon I wait. This is in my face The fire rushes towards the sky We go driving Driving deep into the night I go driving deep into the light In Candy's eyes She says, baby, if you wanna be one You have a lot to learn Close your eyes, let them Let them So why that version, Kristen? Because it's off of what is quite possibly the greatest live album ever. Okay. <laughs> and that, like, when that guitar hits in, that just... Oh, it's so good. And there is nothing like live Springsteen. Like, I know I probably sound like a broken record, but seriously, like, 
you can listen to, you know, the Born to Run album and the Darkest on the Edge of Talent album. And they're great and they're perfect and you wouldn't change a thing about them. But then you hear those songs live with that audience and it just completely transforms the song. It just makes it, it make, everything makes sense. Everything. Now, Doc in the chat says, to be fair, Springsteen and Bon Jovi are about the same thing. Bon Jovi wishes that they were Bruce Springsteen's mean, band, but I'll, okay. I'll be honest with you. I think Bruce Springsteen and, and the E Street Band have, have reached a level um, that they're up there. I mean, and, and this is just the respect that I've developed. You know, I've always liked them, but since looking more deeply into them and kind of getting more into some of their music since uh, since doing the show with you, you know, because I got to be, I got to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, you know, I put I put Springsteen and the E Street Band right up there with all of these other groups that people seem to hold in such high high esteem and high reverence. And I'm talking Beatles level. Yeah, buddy. You know, I mean, I really do. I'm impressed by. I'm impressed with his lyrics. I'm impressed with their performance. And every time I see anything live by them, I just get more and more impressed by what they do and the stories I hear about them. And you know, I'm sorry. I I respect anyone that gives you a four hour show. You have the, to on, on the regular. You know, it's like the and and sometimes, it, and the truth is, you know, one of the big things that we hear people talking about is, oh well, everyone got to doing the same show over and over again. And for all intents and purposes, not Springsteen. Nope. So I didn't you might mean, get the same like core, like maybe like nine or ten songs, but when you're getting ten songs that are the same in a block of you know thirty, exactly. I'll take it. I also picked this song because this was and like that symbol in the beginning that you hear, that mm-hmm. was the first bit of live music in person that I'd ever heard in my life. That was the first song Springsteen played oh, wow. when I saw him in 1999. Wow. Well, he opened with Candy's Room. And there you go. And if you need to know what can pick me up, I mean, it started everything. Well, there you go. (laughs) That is the moment that started it all. It did. Those (laughs) symbols, baby. (laughs) And then he played it the last show I saw him. So it was like a full circle thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there were two that you threw on that I was able to snag before I got your final email with your final picks. Mm -hmm. And I just want to play quick snippets of both of those because they tripped me out. One... (laughs) Is a uh, is a paintless kiss uh, with crazy crazy nights. This song sounds so much like they're trying to be poison and nothing <laughs> but a good time. I don't mean to dog on kiss. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to dog on Kiss or anything. I'm just saying, like, that's what it sounds like to me when I hear this. And then, and they hear that chorus. We got the crazy, crazy nights. Um, it's just, and I, I'm one of these few people that there's some stuff Kiss did without makeup that was really pretty good. I completely agree. I really dig Makeupless Kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Lick It Up. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, I'm going to picture you dressed as Paul Stanley in that video singing. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, and the other one is a song that I'd never heard before, but I just, I'm like, I dig this song. It's Foxy's Jam. Welcome to the Church of Rock and Roll. I mean, just the way that starts out, how can you not dig it? Yep. I mean... 
world is Foxy Shazam? They are an awesome band out of Ohio. Oh, wow. Yeah, they they are one of those bands that got their reputation in the scene by being this crazy live band. And I honestly, they opened for the darkness and I never understood it. And then I saw them live and I was like, this is incredible. The dude like lights six cigarettes at one time and eats them on stage and spits them out. Wow. And he's climbing up the rafters and all kinds of craziness. And they like... The lead singer of The Darkness produced the album that mm-hmm. um, Welcome to the Church of Rock and Roll is on. Mm-hmm. And it's just that classic rock, good times yeah. vibes. And it I really also is. I adore and love their vocals. They're so powerful. They're, they're bringing back the scary devil worship of old 80s rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not saying, oh, yeah. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying my mom is going to get on to me for listening to it. Uh, so, <laughs> mom, I didn't listen to him. I wasn't listening to Foxy Shazam. I don't know who they are. I don't even know what that <laughs> is. I don't even know what that means. You know. <laughs> And and there's tons of other stuff. You know, like I said, you sent a list of about 30. And, you know, just scrolling through my iTunes, it, nothing but that Supernatural play, you know, that Supernatural playlist alone um, is just freaking phenomenal, um, <laughs> you know, to listen to and because of because of the stuff that's on there and, and everything. And, and then there's a lot of stuff, too, that I just have fun with that is not necessarily considered rock and roll. Some people would consider it 80s pop and that sort of thing. But it's from the time that it is and and that sort of thing. For whatever reason, I can just ride down the road and dig it. I'll even uh, throw on some um, some Power Rangers music every now and again. Um, <laughs> from the from the movie, the, the Power Rangers of the movie had a really cool soundtrack of some stuff. And, um, and, and so, you know... Uh, of course, everyone has the Monsters of Rock CD. You know, oh, yeah. It's just nothing but feel-good stuff. Um, Monster ballads, the yes, whole nine. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't love some Monster ballads? That's what we need. You know, we need to do a Power Ballad podcast. We need to do podcast. a Power Ballad podcast, and I'm sitting here looking at about 24 of them right now that I don't <laughs> know how I'm going to narrow down and, and take from. Um, but, yeah, this the whole the whole idea of just... The one thing that I really have always liked about rock and roll is is not the 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 idea of the rebellion and and all, it to me I've always dug rock and roll because it's it's always been fun mm-hmm. and and the best songs are pick me up songs you know they they make me you know they they get my toes tapping they get me kind of moving. And they just make me feel good and have fun, you know. And then later on, I found out, oh, that's total about about total debauchery or, or some such. Or they say this in that song that's completely perverse, and I'm like, oh, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> Oops, can I still like it though? Yeah, can I still can I still dig on you know? Can I still dig on this a little bit? Let me run down these songs real quick, just for the heck of it. That this person sent me that's on this supernatural playlist. We heard all right now by Free. Uh, Bang Your Head by Quiet Riot, mm-hmm. uh, Burning For You, Blue Oyster Cult, uh, of course, Carry On, Wayward Son by Kansas, Don't Fear the Reaper, Blue Oyster Cult, Boston, Don't Look Back, of course, Don't Stop Believing by Journey, Fight the Good Fight, Triumph, Fly By Night, Rush. I watched a Rush documentary I texted you about mm-hmm. um, that really kind of, I've, I've never been big into Rush, and I'm watching this thing, I'm like, wow, these guys are really strange, but I can't help but like them. Uh, Foreplay Long Time by Boston, Hair of the Dog by Nazareth. 
Yes. What a great song. Love that song so much. <laughs> Talk about a driving song. <laughs> yes, yes. Hells Bells, ACDC, Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter, Hot-Blooded Foreigner, uh, Lonely as a Night, Billy Squire, Lonely as a Night, uh, More Than a Feeling, Boston, Moving On, Bad Company. We've talked a little Bad Company tonight. Paranoid Black Sabbath, Ramblin' Man by the Allman Brothers, Road to Nowhere, Ozzy, Round and Round Rat, Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. Now that so song, good. That song is just, it is just a, it is an eight minute tour de force. Yeah, it is. Stranglehold. Uh, Time Has Come Today, The Chambers Brothers, of course, Wanted Dead or Alive by Jovi. Um, Wheel in the Sky Journey, Working Man Rush, and You Shook Me All Night Long, ACDC. What a great playlist, you know? I would love to know what Supernatural's music budget is. Uh, well, not that much anymore. You know, this is from when they were actually using these songs. Oh, do they not do it anymore? Not See, as I don't much. Watch Supernatural. Yeah, not as much. I dropped off. Um, I dropped off after that fifth season, and I heard it was really awesome this last season. But I don't know. I just I couldn't get myself into it. But those early seasons—that's what kept me around was the music. Yeah. In that show, so. How could it not? <laughs> oh, so good. So good. So, um, anyhow, my point is this. It's just about, for me, having fun. And, and these are songs and, and a bazillion others. And I'll put on, you know, I didn't even mention stuff, like I said, by Guns N' Roses. Someone was shouting, Pour Some Sugar On Me by yep. Def Leppard. I mean, you know, who doesn't get up and start dancing like a stripper when that song comes on? Um, I, I go Chris Farley Chippendales when that song comes on. Um, you know, <laughs> now, are you going to do that when you see them this summer, Steve? I may, I may just have to do it. So July 18th, Atlanta, yeah. Georgia. So, uh, well, Kristen, your final thoughts about your pick me up music and what, and what gets you happy and going to me, music is my biggest escape. And I like, this is my gripe with the 90s, and we've talked about it a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to listen to music to remind me how, like, crummy life is. Yeah. Like, I like listening to music that's about, you know, having fun and enjoying things and something that could be a soundtrack to all the good moments in my life and not the really crummy ones. Yeah. Um, but, you know, totally down for the songs that are there with me in the crummy times, too. But the songs I always come back to are the ones that it's just like, nope, I was here when this happened. And this song reminds me of that, like that moment in time. And I never, ever, ever want to forget that. So to me, those are the best pick me up songs, the ones that got the memories attached to them. I hear you. That's same thing. You know, like I said, with the with the ACDC deal, it's just one of those things that 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 song is forever attached to uh you know almost a dream kind of living a dream in my life and doing radio and that sort of thing so uh it's it's been fun this has been a fun episode i hope everyone else is having fun with it as well we want to thank everyone for joining us on this episode of rock out loud now a couple of things as we're on the way out of course you can email us we'd love to hear from you rock out loud pod at gmail.com rock out loud pod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, twitter.com slash rock. Well, let's just do the at, at rock out loud or at rock out loud pod, right? Yes. I got, at rock out loud pod. I'm sorry. I had it wrong in my notes here. At rock out loud pod. Kristen is at Xboxing the stars and I'm at Steve Glosson all on Twitter. Follow us over there. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash rock out loud podcast. So check us out there 
on the old Facebook. And Kristen does a great job of communicating on the Twitter and the Facebook. Not she. I'm not good at social media, but thank God <laughs> Kristen is. Uh, I try really hard, guys. When this is posted, uh, when this episode is posted at geekoutpodcast.com, you'll be able to head over to geekoutpodcast.com, click on the Rock Out Loud section, and on the posting, you'll find links to Amazon to buy uh, the songs we talk about. So do us a favor, head over there, support the show, click on those links, or head over to geekoutonline.com and click on the use the Amazon link, the Entertainment Earth link, and uh, and shopping through those things helps support all of the Goliverse shows. While you're at geekoutonline.com, check out the Goliverse store. There's a new Geek Out Loud shirt that's available for order right now. We've got Mark Out Loud shirts on the way next, and then the Rock Out Loud shirts are going to be rolling out very, very soon. So hang on with that. Also, while you're at geekoutonline.com, click Goal Insider and sign up for the special Geek Out Loud newsletter, the Goliverse newsletter. I'm not going to flood your inbox on a regular basis with stuff, but it's just kind of your way. For example, when the Rock Out Loud shirts come out, if you're subscribed to that newsletter, you'll know before everyone else does, and you'll have first dibs on getting them ordered and that sort of thing. So just to kind of give you your heads up on that, and that makes you a special part of the Goliverse by subscribing to that newsletter. A lot of exciting things happening in the Goliverse coming down the road. In fact, for those of you listening live, I'd really appreciate if you'd stick around for a special Zoo Crew discussion uh, to kind of talk about some things and get your feedback on some things, some market research, if you will, as soon as we're done here. Wow, that was the most unrock and roll thing you could end on. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> plug, yeah, exactly. Plug, 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 plug. Well, I'll try to get more rock and roll. Kristen, you keep rocking on. Thank you. I will try, sir. And we'll make this thing happen. So until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Kristen. We'll see you next time on Rock Out Loud. Rock on, guys. Rock on, guys. Bye.